It's episode 813 of the Roadman Cycling Podcast and it's our special bonus daily episode covering the Tour de France Femme avec Zwift brought to you by Wattbike. Let's cue that intro. Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness and longevity. Now let's get into the show. The roads seem to be getting more dangerous these days and recently I swapped out a chunk of my outdoor solo riding for indoor sessions and I was a little nervous that it would feel like a totally different experience but we're so lucky to have a Watt Bike Atom here in the studio. There's zero setup and it feels exactly like being on the road and we're partnering with Watt Bike to give you 10% off your Watt Bike Atom when you use code ROADMAN10 at checkout. If you're considering a dedicated indoor bike heading into the winter, I couldn't recommend this any higher. Details of the offer are in today's show notes. Well, hello, all you beautiful cyclists. Well, I am not okay after today's stage. It was set up to be a huge day. It was set up to be incredibly exciting and it didn't disappoint. There was some lulls in the racing today, but it really did kick off towards the end. The attacks did come quickly after the gun went off and some attacks did look well organized, but by the base of the first climb, all the moves had really been reeled in. And as we approached the cold to Aspen, the tension was thick in the air as to what would transpire in the following 12 kilometer. The climb has a gradient of 6.5% and the action really kicked off there. And actually the action kicked off so hard, really only a dozen riders held on up the front as the pace just got spicier and spicier. Halfway up the climb, Annemiek van Vleuten's super domestic and stage winner, Leanne Leppard, well she began to tear the group apart and even though Van Vluten didn't actually look that comfortable, Lippert was setting such a fast pace. Van Vluten held on and it's kind of, it's a thing with Van Vluten really. She can look really tired on the bike. Her body is swinging, her hips are, and her shoulders are swinging. Her cadence looks really laboured. She looks in pain on her face, but then she just can kick off and kick off she did about a kilometer from the top of that climb she went and the only people that could follow her were Demi Vollering and Cassia Nyadoma the other favorites for the GC in the Tour de France Femme avec Zwift this year so it was it was so exciting seeing the three of them plow on they went over the top of that climb the Col de Aspen and to say that the descent was tense and strained well, that would be underplaying it because Van Vluten and Vollering argued, actually argued in Dutch about who was going to ride, who was going to put the efforts in. And it gave Cassia Nuadoma the perfect time to strike. She struck while the iron was hot. And as Van Vluten and Vollering played cat and mouse, Nuadoma got a lead of over 45 seconds on the downhill. Now, Nuadoma is an incredible descender and it was so cool to watch her just 
gracefully and very easily move down. She's so smooth. You just watching her move down the mountain was so lovely. And then the cameras would pan back to Van Vluten and Vollering. And you could just tell there is no love lost between these two riders at all. They were both refusing to ride and you could actually hear the squeal of the discs as they slammed on the brakes and almost came to a standstill in this weird row as to who should ride up front and chase New Adoma down. Behind them, as this arguing was going on, the group that had been dropped was edging closer and an amazing ride from Marianne Reusser brought them back to Van Vluten and Vollering. So now Vollering was in a group and she had two of her teammates with her, Reusser and Kopecky. And Kopecky probably today had the ride of her career because she is not a climber and she tackled these two massive climbs and she really, really did amazing. Amazing. Wow, that girl has some heart. So next they all started to climb the iconic Col de Tourmalet, a killer 17 kilometers with an average gradient of 7.3. Now that 7.3% gradient, it doesn't really do it justice. I think the first half of the climb is a little bit more tranquilo, but then it pitches up in spots to 9%, which is an absolute killer. So Royser, she is some machine. She rode like a woman possessed and closed the gap to New Adoma to about eight seconds. And then when she had that gap closed, she rolled off. Her job was done. She was absolutely shattered. So that was her done for the day. But as soon as she rolled off, the pace dropped down so low that the gap actually got bigger after this. And so it just showed what a job Royster was doing there. She was setting an unbelievable pace. But at about five kilometers to go, Vollering jumped from the peloton. She caught up with Neodoma. She passed her. And you could tell that the altitude was really playing a huge part here because Vollering usually has a really good game face. She always looks very calm and in control. She always looks like she's nose breathing. But at this point, you could see she was taking massive gulps of air in through her mouth. So the altitude was absolutely having a huge effect on the riders. Also, at the top of the climb, it was thick with fog. So you couldn't really see how far the rider in front of you was. So that was kind of confusing as well. And in fairness, the cameras on the motorbikes did their best to keep us kind of tuned in as to what was happening. So Vollering won the stage. She finally got her Tour de France stage. Cassian Neodoma held on for second and the world champion Annemiek van Vluten crossed the line in third place. So at the moment, the GC standings are Vollering is first and then behind her at 1 minute 50 seconds is New Adoma and at 2 minutes 28 is van Vluten. Lotte Kopecky dropped into only fourth place overall today at 2 minutes 35, which is completely insane. As I said, Lotte was not expected to hold on to anywhere near top 10 after today's stage. So chapeau, Lotte. After the race, Van Vluten said, of course, I'm disappointed. I was hoping to have a way better day. I didn't have my best day out there. But I was full of confidence to go and that's why I went on the Aspen already. And she went on to say, Vollering didn't want to ride today. I said, okay, if you don't ride, I also don't ride. But she had two teammates behind and I let Demi wait for them. Maybe in the end it was not so smart for my shake today. Maybe it was not the best plan, but you never know that. And I always like to race at my heart and you always need to focus on your strengths. So before things even kicked off this morning, 
there was also news of two little Trek writers that had to drop out. And these are names that you would have heard me talking about all week. First up, we have Alicia Balsamo. She didn't start this morning due to extreme fatigue. And in an interview I saw with her director, Sport Chief, they said that Alicia, who's a sprinter, was really feeling the effects of the previous six days. And because there was no more sprint stages, why put her through the misery of having to go into the mountains today and then the time trial tomorrow? So she's been sent home to recuperate for the world champs in Scotland in a few weeks. And unfortunately... Elisa Longo Bergini also had to withdraw from the Tour de France Femme this morning. The Italian champ, who I've talked about, as I said, the whole week, has a skin infection at the top of her thigh. And she's had it all week, but it's gotten so bad they had to bring her to the emergency department in hospital yesterday. She's still in agony with it, and the decision was made to send her on home. It sounds awful. I mean, I'm sure she's been dealing with that for a few days, but your body becomes less and less able to fight these infections as the days and the masses of fatigue as, you know, it just plays a detrimental role on the body. And it's such a pity because Longo Bergini was third in the GC standings. And in more bad news, during the race, Marianne Voss also had to abandon. Again, Voss is a sprinter and today she was really, hanging on for dear life so even though obviously very very sad to hear that she dnf'd i wasn't at all surprised okay so let's have a quick chat about tomorrow so new to the tour de france femme and a really highly requested edition the race is gonna end in an individual time trial and last year after the 2022 edition riders and fans We all expressed our disappointment that there was no time trial last year. So the organisers listened and they made the decision to finish this year's racing with a 22.6 kilometre time trial. Now, it's relatively flat, but it is It is long at 22.6 kilometers. There's one short climb. It's 1.8 kilometers. And as you approach the finish, there's a little bit of an uphill too. I don't think we're going to see Van Vluten or Nuodoma gain the over two minutes they both need on Vollering during the time trial. But of course, anything can happen tomorrow and I can't wait. Now, before I wrap up, I want to spend 10 seconds talking about one of the team sponsors because, as I say, it's good to spotlight these companies. They keep women's sport going. They put money into these teams that we love. Plus... I want to know who the hell these companies are and what they do because I'm nosy. And today I picked the team Jayco Alula. So Jayco manufacture and make RVs. Yeah, those really cool motor homes. And their website says for over 50 years, Jayco has been providing the keys to freedom. I love that. We design and build RVs with exploration in mind. And the other title sponsor, Alula. Well, That is a tourist destination in Saudi Arabia, about 200 kilometers from the Red Sea. Alula is located on the old Incense Road. And this was a trade route that linked Arabia with the Mediterranean region. And for centuries, it attracted travelers from all over the world. And since 2020, it's been doing so again. An ambitious regeneration plan aims to attract 2 million visitors by 2035. And that is why they're sponsoring this wonderful team in order to get some exposure for their beautiful area. So that's it for me today, folks. Until tomorrow's time trial, 
can't wait. I really can't wait. And I can't believe the Tour de France Femme of X-Wift is coming to a close tomorrow. It's been an amazing seven days so far of racing. So until tomorrow, safe pedaling. Mwah.